Yes, I know that God is by my side. Keep the faith every day I pray. The only way I could survive. Yeah, no matter what you're going through, He'll never leave you. His love is eternal. Welcome to worthy people. Yeah, coming straight out the projects. It was hard growing up. Born dead as an infant. Mother addicted to drugs. Coming in and out of foster care. He was stuck in a system. After doing time in prison, gave his life to Christ. Now a Christian. You feel like nobody gets you. Nobody knows what you've been through. Well, Cody has been where you are. You heard me? So remember that you are worthy. Worthy, worthy, worthy people, yeah. Even when it's hard, always keep your faith in God, yeah. Worthy, worthy, worthy people, yeah. Struggling and searching, remember you are worthy. Worthy people. God will never give up on you. Let's go. You shared uh, so much with that, with testimony. That's what the Bible tells us in Revelation, that overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of the testimony. There's somebody out there listening today that, man, that's going through that, it's going to relate. I mean, you just broke off so so much uh, stuff there, some meat uh, on the table. And uh, so my next question for you and uh, uh, is really for one, you know, that I wrestled with, um, and that is... Is there ever a time in your life that you didn't feel worthy, more like, you know, worthy people? Our mission is to remove the labels of society by seeing and accepting all people as Jesus does. Um, And this is more along the lines in your Christian walk. You know, I know that, you know, for example, when God was calling me um, into ministry, at first he said, you're going to be under a ministry, you know, before you can lead, you got to be, you you, got to serve, um, you know, you got to be willing to be taught, be led. Um, And so, you know, I did that for years and had, you know, that that pastoral covering and I mean, still do. But there was a side of me that was like, you know what, I I done time. I got tattoos like I I used to be a drug addict. Like, you know, there's nobody going to care what I got to say. Like like God can't use me. And and my wife would tell me all the time, like, man, why you let the devil attack you like that? And so there's so many times. And and when God said, hey, there's other people out there, you're going to do a ministry worthy people um, because you know, I sent my son Jesus to die for you. So that means you're worth something. I tell people I got, I, I love you and I got a son, but I don't love you enough to give up my son for you. But because God did that for us, that must mean he thinks, you know, we're worth something. Right. And so, you know, I believe these lies for so long, the enemy, you know, he's the accuser. He He's going around seeking whom he may devour. Um, but what about you in, in stepping into what you're doing now with ministry at a time that you you didn't feel worthy? Oh man, man, can I be honest? When I came to the church house, man, I, I let them put a suit and a tie on me. Nothing wrong with suit and tie, but I let them clean the outside of me, and just to fit in with church people. Um, man, my brother, let me tell you, that's why I said my brother showed me uh, leadership and purity. Like my brother would come to the church house, I, I'm all in there, like just trying to fit in with church people, man. And I, I didn't know no better. I was like, man, I, I, I guess this is how I got to dress. But, and I ain't saying nothing wrong with it. Cause I respect order. I always throw button ups on, but my brother would come in the church house with a wife beater and the whole hood would come with him. He'd bring the whole neighborhood. I'm talking about the addicts, the strippers, the gangsters. Like he'd come with just stri- packed out and they would love it. When Wu came in and Wu, Wu, was, Wu was so, so real in his, in his worship and who he was in Christ, he'd come to the front and lift his hands, man, white beat on some dickies, man, and would lift his hands. And, and you could just see, you could just see his, uh, 
his passion and his love for Christ that even the religious people couldn't deny that God's hand with him because they were trying to reach the outside. That's why they loved when he came because the ones they wanted to reach, they couldn't reach because they made it seem so perfect for, for people. Like it was perfection was so out there that I can never reach who, who you are right now. You know everything about the Bible. You look so clean. You're, you're not like us. Don't touch this. Don't touch that. I can't come high. I can't come drunk. I don't got no church clothes. All I got is dicky suits and, 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 and black tees. Like, I don't got no church clothes, and I'm not even allowed in there. But my brother would break that barrier by just coming how he was, and, and he'd make it comfortable for the ones who were with him to come to the front. So I learned through that. I was like, man, God, like you want, you, you care more about the posture of our heart than how we look on the outside. And there's nothing wrong with getting in your, in your, in the Sunday best. Don't, please don't get that twisted, y'all. I, I got some crazy, uh, Sunday best fits, but I'm saying God cares more about the inside. So God began to show me, like, listen, where I'm calling you to the trenches, when I'm calling you to the prisons, they look just like you. They look like you. They've been where you've been. They're not going to, they're, they're looking for something they can relate to. Let me clean your inside because when I put you around them, they're going to say, he's just like me, but he's different. He relates to me, but there's something different. And they're going to see greater is he who lives inside than he who's of the world. Greater is he who lives inside than, than anything that, that the world could ever uh, offer or come against. Because the power of the Holy Spirit will put an anointing and a love on you. I'm a different type of pastor. I'm a street pastor, man. So I, I love fitted hats. I, I, wear my, I wear my hoodies, my J's, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I preach my pulpit outside of the corner store, outside the liquor store. My, my, my pulpit's in the trenches, man. That's, that's, that's a song go. you got. Church everywhere all we are. Everywhere we are. And so I relate to that. But when I go to the church house, I send people to the church house to get equipped. I send people to the church house to learn about uh, submitting to authority, to learn about a fivefold so they can be equipped when they go out and disciple, they mature. So don't get it twisted. We go out there, we catch fish, and we bring them back into a family because kingdom is not a denomination. Kingdom is not a building. Kingdom is a family. Kingdom is a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. It's those who do the will of the Father that are my family. So brothers and sisters, man, what I'm saying is God will use you exactly how you are. God will you. He'll clean you up, and you'll you'll begin this new life. So, don't don't feel like you gotta fake the funk and and, and let let people dress you or, or put you in a place that's not you. Let God clean your heart and show people that, that He can use you however you are. And it's beautiful. Long long as it's not pointing people to sin. Long as it's not directing people the, the backward. Like I love how God takes the foolish people and the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. Confound the he wise. Has a way, <laughs> yep. Yeah. He, he has a, he has a way of taking what people call trash and saying, Nah, that's my treasure. Yeah, it's nothing's wasted. Whatever you're going through right nothing. now. I mean, I told him Sunday is nobody would want to listen to 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 Cody, just Cody. Everybody listen to Cody now because uh, I've been to prison and the things that I went through. And so it's like, uh, you know, those things that you feel like, man, the guy can't use. Those are the things that he wants to use. And you're looking at his disciples. They were all written off by society, you know. This is how I measure, brother, brother, this is how I measure uh What's of God? I, I, I'm not impressed by, by one who has a good database of scripture because I meet into, uh, people with a, with a beautiful intellect and they know how to, mm -hmm. they know how to re re record everything in their mind. They know the word of God. I'm not impressed by that. I'm not even impressed by the talents and the gifts. I've seen people sing beautiful songs um, and have terrible lives when they get off, off stage. Mm -hmm. I've seen people preach good sermons and, and treat their family terrible when they get off stage. Man, I've seen people true. speak in tongues. And then cuss their neighbors out the next minute. Man. So this is what this is what this is what you measure somebody by, the love that brings unity. You, that's, you what, cannot, yeah, that's what Jesus and, said. And not and not just love; it's supernatural love. Like anybody can love people that love them. It's the way you love people that 
that you can't benefit from, mm-hmm. people that can't give you nothing, the one in the back, the, the one that's not cool like you, the one that doesn't have friends, the way you treat him, the way you treat uh, your family, the way you treat, watch this, y'all, the way you treat authority, the way you respect authority, the way you respect, the way you love your enemy. Like, this is how you measure what's of God. The Bible says you will know them by their fruit. The Bible says you will know that they belong to me by the way they love one another. That type mm-hmm. of love stands out in this world. That type of love will, will identify you as a, a believer and a follower of Christ Jesus. And I pray that today God gives you a love that is contagious and convicting, that everywhere you go, you have a love for people, that it stands out. And they, they know that's different love. That love right there hopes in all things. That love, that love right there doesn't provoke you to anger. That love right there is patient. That love right there is kind. Like you have a, a 1 Corinthians chapter 13 type of love inside of you that you know is supernatural. And it's not yours. It belongs to, to the kingdom of heaven. Amen. The no God's the no love. <laughs> if you don't know love, you don't know God, man. That's that's true. That's true. You talking about that tie? They got a picture when I got out of them putting a tie on me to my first service, right? And I never <laughs> worn a tie in my life. And uh, you uncomfortable. <laughs> them church people, they still laugh about that. Like, you remember when we put the first tie on you? I felt so uncomfortable. Like, I felt like it was going <laughs> to choke me. I was like, man, this, this tie. So every time we would laugh because I was living with some guys when I got out of prison from, from the church. And uh, yeah. I'd always go to them like a little kid. I'm 25 years old, and I would have to go, hey, can you put my tie? Can you tie it? I, I still don't know. Yeah, that was tie. me. I ain't worn tie in years now. but. I was trying to Google it. I didn't know how to do it, man. I, <laughs> went, to YouTube Ross, I went to Ross and bought, and bought me all. I didn't know how. I didn't even know how to dress like that. I went and bought a bunch of big shirts, big ties, and, and I was like, I'm gonna make it look cool. If I'm gonna dress like this. It gotta be cool. But but you know, God, man, like I said, man, God, God began to show me, like, man, don't let man clean you up. Let me clean you up. Let me and clean when, you. You know, and I go to places now, and they be like, well, brother Brian, uh, can you can you dress uh, in, in your button up? And I respect the order of the house. Yes, sir, man. I'll take my hat off. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll put a button up on because I become all things to preach the gospel. Yeah. So whatever, what, if I get to preach up there and you just want me to dress up and then I'm coming, I'm going to dress how you want so I can preach the gospel. But best believe when I get out the door, when, my, when I know my mission field is on, I don't, I don't have to dress like that when I'm preaching to hoodlums and gangsters and stuff like that. <laughs> but when I'm coming to the church and I'm giving testimony and, 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 and teachings, I respect the house. I respect the order of the house. And that's what I'm saying. We submit to one another in love. We sub- And I don't do it. I don't do it grumbling or complaining. I do it out of love. I submit. And so, guys, guys everyone who's listening, learn to submit to rules. Learn to submit to authority. That shows. That's fruit. That's evidence that the inmate, something happened in his life. The one who used to break the law is following the law. If you're not following the laws and the rules now in prison, you ain't going to follow when you get out. So don't yeah. lie to yourself. Start training yourself to follow these rules and these laws because God has so much for you. And these are the little things that mean the most to him. Yeah. Amen. 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 Well, I know that you're going back into the prisons with your prison ministry. Uh, don't forget the forgotten. So can you share your experience of going back in ministering um, in a prison? Typically, maybe how it goes down, the things you you come across or, you know, how it feels to be able to go back inside to a place that has no hope and has no freedom and offer, you know, hope and freedom in Jesus. Hey, hey there's a story in the Bible, y'all, where this dude had he had a legion of demons inside of him, a legion, many, 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 many. And, um, he got, he got set free. And I never forget in the story, it said that he tried to get in the, 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 the people that seen him got set. This dude used to be in 
like cut himself. This you they used to isolate this dude in the tombs in the graveyard. He couldn't be around people. Like he used to break these chains off him. Anyways, they knew this dude to be so crazy and so wild, right? Um, and he gets set free and brought in his right mind. And the, instead of the people rejoicing, they get scared and they tell Jesus, "Get out of our town." So as Jesus is leaving, this dude that's in his right mind, this the dude called Legion, right? From Gangstify to Sanctify, all of a sudden he gets in the boat with Jesus. And he's like, I'm going with you. And Jesus says, nah. This, look, look what Jesus tells him. He says, go back and tell your family what God has done for you. Mm -hmm. So when I go into these prisons, I feel like I'm going back and I'm telling my people. I'm telling the ones I relate to. I'm telling people that the, 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 the family, because I, I left people in prison that I never see again. And my heart stayed with them. So all I'm doing every time I go back in those cells, I'm walking in the front door and I get to walk out the front door. I'm telling them what God has done for me. And, they, and we all know that we can spot a fake from a mile away. We all know what's real. We all know what's not. That's one thing I love about prison ministry. You can't go in there and, and, and fake the funk. You can't go mm -hmm. in there and, and think you're going to impress them with, with your speaking in tongues and your scripture knowledge. Like the only way that's going to soften a gangster heart, a killer's heart, a, a, a thug's heart, an inmate's heart is going to be the love of God. And it better have that supernatural anointing on it because if it don't, you're in a, you're in a place where people are going to look at you like, boy, you fake. Yeah, so you, you can get away with that out there, but you go in there. Oh, no, no, no. They go, no I, I, I tell all the homies, I tell the brothers all the time, like, we go in there, prepare yourself. Let your, let your love be real. Let your anointing be real. If not, don't come. Because I, I, I don't want you to be over there and, and you feel out of place. But we're going in there to save save some more Brian, save some more uh, save some more of the brothers that I'm around. My, my whole my whole team is not filled with nothing but uh, ex-drug dealers, ex-gangsters, ex-inmates, uh, ex uh Drug organization people, gang organization people, they got saved. A lot of them got saved in prison. Some of them got saved outside of prison. And uh, I love it, man. Uh, don't forget the forgotten, man. Coming to a prison near you. I'm looking at all these inmate letters right now that goes to my P.O. box, y'all. Um, if y'all want to write my P.O. box, man, you, it's P.O. box 5278, Abilene, Texas, 79608. And, um, man, just letters come in, and, and we get to pray over the letters. And it's beautiful to see uh, what God does to the to the heart that's been hardened, how he softens it. So I, I love prison ministry. That's my passion, man. And, and I, we're probably going to get our, our, our own church soon, a, a campus out here in Texas. But I told the team, man, I low-key want to be a prison chaplain. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, because I know the politics and I'm like, I relate to what's going on. That's where my heart's at. So prison ministry is, is man, is, is beautiful to, to bring light to dark situations or dark places. Amen. I love that your heart's in there, you know, and and I, I joke with the people out here that I try to get to come into the prison that, you know, maybe they they don't know anything about it. But, you know, your heart's got to be there. You ain't passing around no offering plate in the prison. <laughs> I mean, you're there to, to, to give your time, you know, the gas traveling, you know, hotel like, you know, but. But it, but it's all worth it, you know, and uh, that that's that's part of our stories. I love that that you're doing that, and uh, man, y'all just heard his address. Uh, of course, y'all can play this back to get it, and uh, you know, coming hey, so to we, it. We're actually doing. We're at, in June. We're doing a we're doing a week crusade. Don't forget the forgotten. And, and man, I just I got off the phone maybe like a week ago with uh, Project Pat from Triple Six. Like he's out there in Memphis. Something's happening to him. This dude got changed. He's in Memphis preaching the gospel to, at county jails and prisons and these dudes are getting so I'm gonna hook up with Project Pat. I'm gonna get Bizzle, 007, and uh Brandon Antoine and, and Santiago and, and some of the soldiers and we're actually gonna do uh with Pastor Juan and Ernesto and then the whole team, we're gonna do like a, a prison crusade and, and we're picking a couple of prisons throughout Texas for the whole week just to hit 
to, to uh, invade with the love of God, invade with the with the power of Christ, man. So y'all y'all stay tuned. Your prison might get picked, man. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're definitely we're definitely coming through though. And you gotta they're listening to the Worthy People podcast now, but y'all got a podcast in the works too that's gonna be on the tablet soon in Jesus' name. Hey, because of you, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, shout out, shout out, my brother, man. He told me today that. He's gonna try to tap me in where I, I we can get the don't don't forget the forgotten podcast where I get to do some teachings with you guys, man. I'm all about teaching man. God, God go open that door. God go. That's why I want it. I, I want to have weekly studies to teach them how to be kingdom. Say help. I, I I love to come and give them Jesus, but then they're like, what's next? So if you if you have if you're listening to all these all these podcasts throughout the week, you have many things to help feed you. You have this podcast. You'll have that podcast. Like all these teachings will help you get through the week because I hey, trust me. When I was in the streets, all I did was smoke weed. All I did was drink. Like it, it, I just didn't do it one time a week. Like I, I, I kept, I kept these things so I didn't have to deal with my reality. These things helped me, temporary peace. But it's the same thing as a Christian now. Like man, in Monday night I got Bible studies. It's like three hundred to four hundred people weekly. Uh, then we have the Purple Book with my family. It's just not Sunday, just not Wednesday. All through the week I'm feeding myself. All through the week I'm, I'm, I'm connecting to the things of God because I need it. The and they, I'm they need it in there. The you know I'm the- not drinking. The number one thing that they tell me that they that, that they struggling with and it blows people mind that they're getting high. You know, I, I was I, the the day that uh the guy witnessed to me in the day room. I'd smoke weed earlier that morning and it blows people's mind. Blow my wife's mind. My wife, she ain't ever been in trouble. God bless her. But uh, she's like, man, people are like, man, I'm struggling. Of course, now it's a K2. You know, the boys have fallen out, you know, on this K2 synthetic. Don't, don't do that K2, y'all. Man. That K2 is like a, it's like a demon, bro. People are losing like their parole. Every time you drink that K2, behind you, that. You, every time you smoke it, you're allowing an unclean spirit to mess with your judgment. An unclean spirit to mess with your mind. Don't do that. Don't do it. If you really want to follow God, get rid of that stuff. If you really want to follow God, separate yourself from the people who encourage you to do that stuff. I just looked at a young man at the Roach Unit this last week. He said, how do I get off this stuff? I said, do you want to get off this stuff? And he was like, I want to get off. I said, let's renounce it right now. Let's repent of it and renounce mm. it. Because every time you let it in, you're allowing the unclean spirit to come in. You can't, you got you to gotta choose the Holy Spirit instead of an unclean spirit. So I'm letting you know that stuff will mess you up. I've seen crazy trips crazy people do crazy things on that stuff yeah please don't be i encourage you get rid of that stuff and anybody who's encouraging to do it you don't need it in your life you know mm-hmm. who you are right now the holy spirit speaking to you right now flush it down your stainless steel toilet right now yeah. in the name of jesus, jesus you don't name. need it let go of it that's your repentance right now the fruits of repentance is you saying not not because you got you saying i'm sorry but look god i'm sorry and i'm getting rid of it i'm turning give it to god evil, and i'm turning to yeah. what's good right now yeah in the name of jesus you can do it so People say, I don't got the strength, but give it to God. The moment you flush it down the toilet, God sees that. He's he going to give you his strength to overcome that. You ain't fighting until you flush it. Yep. Quit lying oh, that's good. You're not fighting. If you, still got it in, if you still got it around, even if you ain't doing it, and you still have it around, you're not fighting. You ain't you fighting until you flush it. Once you let go of it, then your fight begins. So don't, don't say you're fighting it and you ain't, you ain't flushed it yet. Because that, those urges are going to come back. The desires are always going to be there. The, but like I said, the more you tap into the things of God, the more you allow the word of God to wash your way of thinking, to change the stronghold that you've been in. Man, God is faithful. His, his promises are true. They're eternal. You could trust them, soldier. Man, get up and fight the good fight of faith, man. What he done for Brian? God said he's not a respecter of person. So whatever he's done for for Brian, for myself, for for anyone else, set them free from addiction. He can do for you, but you know it, it's not that God won't help you. It's that you ain't 
you ain't let it go. You know, I think that's my new, that's going to be a t-shirt. <laughs> but you said <laughs> you ain't buying it till you flushed it. it, it man, it, it hurt my heart. The, 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 I, we just went to the prison maybe like two weeks ago in Roach Unit. And, and it hurt my heart to see the, the ages of these youngsters. The, the mm. first, the first, the first service we did in the gym, man, it was packed out. And um, there was a, a mijito was that he was 19 years old. I, I got a daughter like 23. I got kids, grandbabies, everything. But he was 19, and I was like, man. Them boys be getting them too. Like well, one guy told me he got set free from it, but they come and do the front. He's like, man, I'm writing my family because I owe this dude like over 300 dollars, and they're gonna smash me if I don't come up with the money because they kept coming and like fronting it to him knowing he was weak and uh he ended up losing his parole because he got into a fight behind it and he was like you know why god let me lose my parole i like you ain't ready and, and then god didn't let you lose your parole you you made that choice god, god, god saved you from you because if you were still doing k2 in there man you would have got out and did uh, uh, you would have did some meth or some crack out how there, you man. gonna you follow right parole like, yeah they just be honest if, if you're not if, you, if you're not putting your your flesh under subjection and lock up you ain't ready to be free but mm-hmm. wanna know why because even today if god said all of you could be home today i'm gonna open the door every single one of you inmates will go home if you're not set free inside you will be back or yep. maybe something worse you yeah. need to be set free inside right now everybody say i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to do right i'm gonna try to do right and i tell them you know you gotta make up the choice like when we were in the world we didn't smoke half the blunt snort half the line drink half the beer we did the whole thing so same thing when you come to your walk in christ you gotta do you gotta do the whole thing you can't do half cody cody watch this watch this listen y'all this this is this is this is a prayer that if that will bring you safety and uh, this is a prayer that some of you don't want to hear but this is a prayer that you need to hear you should pray tonight, Father God, if I'm not ready to go home and you see something that I don't see, then don't let me go home because I don't want to keep causing my family pain. And most of all, I don't want to cause you pain. God, clean me up, fix me up, fill me up. And when you see ready, God, on your timing, when you say it's ready for me to go and you know I'm ready, then set me free. And that I, re- that I submit to, God. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. If you could pray that prayer and really mean it, you will have peace tonight. And mm-hmm. every day that you every time, every day that you're doing in this time, it's not going to feel like a year because now you've submitted to God's. You did the crime, man. Right? You did the crime. Just submit it. Say, God, I'm, I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm still mad because I'm doing time. Like it's somebody else's fault, but not mine. It is my fault. I'm the one that chose to do this. Have mercy on me. Strengthen me as I do this time. Clean me up. And when you see fit for me to come home, God, man, set me free. Until then, you take care of my family. You be everything that they need. And let them see Jesus in me when I write a letter. Let them see Jesus in me when I call home, God. Let them see a new creation inside of me. And let me be a reflection of you to the inmates around me, to my celly around me, to the guards around me. Use me right now in what's in front of me. However you can use this broken heart, however you can use this inmate that the world calls trash, God. Make me treasure in front of these people and use me to glorify your kingdom in your name. Watch what God does to you, soldier. Watch what God does to you. If you pray it like is. that and you and you accept God's will and ask God and you're honest about what you did and saying, God, I deserve this. Just give me peace and strength to get through it. Watch what God does. You will no longer do a day that feels like a year. Your time will become a mission field. Your time will be different now. You you will have God's anointing and his power upon you mm. because now you're submitted to his will. Like kingdom come, that will be done in your life right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, touch their hearts and their hearts and their minds. Soften them, Father God. Allow them to submit to you. Let them surrender to you. Let it be sincere this time. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Man, <laughs> that's that's so good. 
uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit my, my my last question for you here is uh, what would you share with those that have concerns about getting out and walking their faith by following Jesus on the outside? That's usually the biggest thing that people come to me. They write. You know, they talk about is like, you know, I I got saved on the inside. I know how to walk this out. Um, and, and you know, either they're getting out soon, uh, they're getting out in five, ten years. Uh, you know, they just have concerns because you know they know that the family ain't walking it out, and, and they're just, you know, they they just feel like, man, how am I gonna really do this when I'm out in, in freedom? You know, and I, I had that same concern. And oh yeah, the number one yeah. thing I tell them is don't go back to where you. To the hood. Don't go back to where you come from. If you got to go to a halfway house, whatever, like, you know, get remove yourself from that and then, you know, have accountability uh, in your life of some partners like you can't make it alone. You you can't be, you know, alone, lone sheep out there. But uh, anyway, it's not my question. It's yours. So so this, this 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 is my this is my answer to that. And those that are listening and those who are kind of fearful, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Start praying and start fasting. The Bible says that the footsteps of the righteous are ordered. God's not going to send you back to a place that you're supposed to be destroyed. You're going to have to accept where God's going to send you. God will open doors. God will show you his miracle hand. God will show you his favor, protection, and provision wherever you go. Now, if you if you choose to go back to those familiar spots, if you choose to go back to Egypt, I call it Egypt, and you say, man, I, I, I'm going to go back there because that's my family. What? Well, I had to separate from family and friends for at least four or five years before mm-hmm. I began strong. And then I started coming back stronger, but I couldn't go back and be that same person with them because one, they like to drink two. They want to gossip three. So everything that I was reading the Bible, they went against and they even laughed at me like, you'll be back. Ah, you think you're better. I had to get away from that ridicule. I had to get away. From, and this was coming from people that I call family. It's coming from people that are my blood yep. and, and they hurt. It hurt. To, get, to be to feel like I was alone for a season, but I learned that in that season that I could depend on Christ. In that season, that He would never leave me nor forsake me, even when family did. So this is what I pray: that you begin to pray and fast, and ask God to order your footsteps. That you begin to be okay wherever He sends you, whether it's a discipleship house, a a, a, a place that you're not used to, just so you can come out, touch no unclean thing, be separate. He said, "I'll receive you. Be okay with that." Trust me, man, if you're truly in God's hand and God's will, he's going to put you in the perfect place. And I truly believe that. So I pray that God orders your footsteps in the name of Jesus. He takes care of the birds of the air. How much more Say so <laughs> are you valuable? Oh, come on. Your, your, your life is worth something. You know, the number one song that people write and request um, that that you sing, Brother Brian, is Middle of, of My Storm. And uh, I just want to have it documented here, you know, that we got we got your permission uh, to to play play your music on this podcast. Man, you could play all that's God's music. <laughs> that's not my music. You could play Amen. anything anything I got. You could you got full permission, man. That's God's glory, God's message, God's music, man. So I pray that it touches you where you guys are at, man, because it, it, I know the Holy Spirit writes those songs to edify and encourage the body of Christ. Man, Amen. Well. Before we end up off here today, if you just want to close out to prayer for the men, the women, the the drug rehab centers, uh, everybody that's listening to this podcast today, even those that are on that walking on the outside, whatever that God would lay on your heart to be able to uh, speak with them to uh, close out in prayer. Yeah, uh, Father God, first off, I just want to thank you for who you are. 
Thank you that, that uh, when we wake up, we don't have to beg for your mercy. We don't have to go looking for your mercy. Your mercy is looking for us. Your mercy is standing over our bed. It's standing over that bunk right there in, the, in that cell. Uh, you're standing over that person in that trap house, that person who woke up with a hangover. Like your mercy is saying, I'm new today, and I want to make things right with you. Come, let us reason together. Thank you for that love. Thank you for looking for us when we're lost. We don't find you. You find us. And I thank you for that. I never found a greater love. Not even my big homies or OGs ever loved me when I was their enemy. You loved me, Father God, when I was your enemy. And you made you prepare the place for me, and you sent your only son who had no sin to lay down his life for my wickedness, for my crime. Jesus cut a case for me. And then I love you, Jesus. And when I when I realize how much you love us, I take my allegiance that I gave to the enemy and I give it to you, God. And I pray that the ears that are listening today, Father God, they begin to give their allegiance and their hearts to you. Even in the cell block, Lord, I pray, Father God, that they begin to renounce wickedness, renounce any witchcraft, renounce any drug affiliation, gang affiliation, renounce the things that they were connected to and repent of it, Father God. And as you set them free right now, I just pray that your Holy Spirit will set free the captives. Your Holy Spirit will break every cord of wickedness, anything that entangles them in sin. Your anointing, Father God, your glory, your message right now. Everything that's not of you come out in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that they'll live a life, Father God, that honors you in their private time and in their public time. That they won't be ashamed to tell people I live for Christ. They won't be ashamed, Father God, to walk in a way that, that shows holiness and reverence to who you are. Continue to, to purify them by your word. Continue to renew their mind. Every struggle, every way of thinking from the street life to the drugs to the trauma, begin to renew their minds. Give them a new, show them their identity and the purpose that you have for them, Father God. You said when we was in our mother's wounds, the plans that you have for us. And it wasn't for incarceration. It wasn't for depression or doubting your love or suicide. You have good thoughts towards us. And I pray that these thoughts will become their thoughts, God, that you'll show them the visions that, that you have for them, the dreams that you have for them, the desires that you have for them, and let everything come to pass. Every beautiful thing that you have written for their life, every beautiful thing that you have written for their family, for their children, everything that aligns with heaven to earth in your will, let it come to pass. Bless my brothers and sisters. Be as real to them as you've been to me. Fill them with the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And Father God, help us. Groom us for heaven. Groom us for the wedding feast. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Love in the name God. of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Brian, for being with us today. If you're listening from a prison or jail, we would love to hear from you. Feel free to share your story or how this podcast has impacted you. Please write us at P.O. Box 120-162, San Antonio, Texas, 78212. Tell your friends and family to listen on all podcast platforms. Our mission is to remove the labels of society by seeing and accepting all people as Jesus does. For more information about us or to donate to our ministry, you can visit www.worthypeople.church. Until next time, we pray you continue to grow and change for the better. And don't forget to tell someone else to check out Worthy People Podcast. In this life, we all get bumps and bruises. In this life, we all make mistakes. But I'm not focused on yesterday. There's no more holding back. Day I rise in victory with all labels
Peace.